This is Wealth of Ohio with Robert Dodaro from Prism Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Robert provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Wealth of Ohio with Robert Dodaro. And welcome to the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. I'm your host, Robert Dodaro, and with me this week, we have, as always, my co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. How are you doing this week, Tony? Oh, I'm doing great today, Robert. Thanks for having me on the show once again. And yeah, I've had a busy week. I think spring might finally be here, hopefully, <laughs> and uh, that's good news, I guess. But yeah, I mean, just uh, there's a lot going on out there with... Uh, you know, they're talking about inverted yield curves and market volatility and inflation. So there's a lot going on in the financial realm and with the economy as well. So I've been good just trying to keep track of all that. And I know that's what you do for your clients. But uh, hey, this week we have a special guest again, don't we? Yeah, that's right. We uh, we have Mr. Matt Gilbert from our office here. And, uh, you know, uh, we'll turn it over to you in a second. But I just want to mention really quick, Tony, because you brought up the, the weather and all that. I saw a picture of a, a, a daffodil blooming, but it also had about an inch of snow on top of it oh, as well. No. <laughs> and, and and if that isn't the state of Ohio's weather, you yes. know, I really, I, I really don't know what better way to describe things. And, you know, even talking about the economy and the markets, that's kind of the way it looks is like, okay, well, there, there's some things in there to like, but yeah, there's a few things. There's a few things yeah. piled on top that have some concern. But how are you sure. doing this week, Matt? I'm doing well. I think I've survived my third winter. Every time it seems like it gets up to 70, <laughs> next day it snows. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. And uh, so, you know, getting on to it. So the purpose of the show is to help the people of Ohio better understand not only how to manage their financial wealth, but we'll always dive into, you know, your physical wealth, your your spiritual health as well, too, and spiritual wealth uh, on top of that, because we understand that there's just a lot of confusion out there. There's a lot of noise and people just want facts. They just want the information. They want it in a way that they can digest. And that's why we always put out our show notes every week for any Anybody who signed up on our email newsletter, uh, every week you get an email where we share the resources. Where did we get our information that we're talking about? Uh, Ultimately, we want you to have that information so that way you can follow along with us, whether you're listening to the show or you're listening to the podcast on one of our many providers out there, whether it be, what is it, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Music, Google, uh, you know, however you prefer to listen to this information and take it in. We want to give you as much good information as you can. So if you want to get on our newsletter so that way you can get our show notes every week, all you got to do is give us a call, 330-804-0123. But the show this week, we're going to talk, we're going to cover a lot of ground this week, but I wanted to start with you know, you always hear those commercials, you need a million dollars to retire. And people always ask, like, how much money do I need to retire? And I know we've, we've talked about it on previous shows, but there was this great article we found from thestreet.com where they looked at how long a million dollars would last you in retirement for 50 of the major cities across the country. Uh, and, you know, I, I find it fascinating. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about where we were in Ohio, but 
San Francisco, right? Like, I mean, if you had a million dollars retiring in San Francisco, that million dollars would only last you eight years in San Francisco. They said, uh, you know, with it as well, too, uh, I think 8.3 years is how long you would last, uh, your million dollars would last. So if you're a millionaire and you're trying to retire in San Francisco, you know, God bless you. We, we, we wish you well uh, in there. It may be time to relocate uh, in there as well, because I guess a million dollars doesn't, you know, doesn't do much for the city of San Francisco. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, as always, you know, for some reason, there's not too many Ohio cities when they make these lists and everything, Matt. But uh, they did have one on there. So how did, how did Columbus stack up? So Columbus, which is kind of, I would say, probably our biggest city. Mm-hmm. For, it's the capital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, for a million dollars, it lasts 37.2 years. Mm-hmm. Basically all of your retirement. Yeah. yeah. So so we always talk about this. Like Ohio doesn't carry as much debt. People live much simpler lives. And hey, Columbus, I don't know if it's the biggest city population-wise it may be. But you know, if you talk about the most expensive cities in Ohio, you're either looking at Columbus or Cincinnati. Like those two cities would probably be the most expensive, in my opinion. Uh, at least that's not, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm an expert on every Ohio city. But uh, just on the places I visited in Ohio, those two seem to be the most expensive when I'm going to restaurants and other places like that. So, you know, 37 years, a million dollars lasting you 37 years. Well, if you retire at 65, okay, let's taking you to 102, possibly 103 years old. All right. Well, that I'd feel pretty confident if I had a million dollars retiring in the state of Ohio. And that's if you're retiring in one of the most expensive places you could possibly be living in Ohio. If, if you were living in some of the more rural areas where Matt and I are, yeah, a million dollars goes a very long way out here to where I, I wouldn't say you need that to retire out here. But, you know, Matt, when, when we meet with people, you know, what are, when we're talking about income generation and looking at those things, uh, how do we help pig, people figure out what they're going to need in retirement? So, I mean, you can't just look at how much I have saved for retirement in general. You got to look at their expenditures, look at social security, any pensions they have and see how is the investment side of it going to sit fall in that play. Well, if they have farmland or rental income as well too, uh, you know, and, and you also have to look at what, what drops off, what, what falls off should someone pass away, right? Like if you're dealing with a married couple, what's income that's going to last throughout both of their lives and what's income that would drop off over time or what's income that's not necessarily as reliable, right? Like a rental income, you know, tenants can change, property values can change. Those kind of things uh, can be impacted on you. So you have to look at what your stable income is and what your not so stable income is in retirement. And then also look at both people. It gets overwhelming. It gets confusing at times. We we definitely understand this. We do our best to simplify it. And it's why we created the clear retirement solution. That's our process that we walk people through, whereby we look at all five major areas of retirement planning, whether you're looking at your income planning, investment plannings, tax efficient strategies, strategies, healthcare planning, or legacy. Uh, All of these things play an important role in your retirement and making sure that you and your family keep more of the money that you saved. Uh, you have to put in some work. There's no there's no guarantees or anything else like that, but you have to look at these things and it always starts with income. And I think that's where most people 
find their struggles. Like they've, they've saved this money, but at the same point in time, you know, uh, they don't know how to translate that money into income, which accounts they should be taking from first. It gets a little bit confusing. And that's why the clear retirement solution is there to help lay it out and say, here's your current path. Here's the good, the bad, and the ugly about what you're doing right now. And ultimately here's some ways that you can maybe improve your situation. This is all part of the complimentary process that we walk people through uh, when we start meeting with them and anyone who's looking at retiring in the next five years, now is the time to start. Like if you if you've just been saving and you haven't been planning for your retirement, you need to start now. So if you want to come meet with me in either my Worcester or Wadsworth office, all you have to do is call 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330-804-0123. Now Tony, so we, we, we thought about this because obviously quality of life plays into how long your money is going to last, right? And sure. what's the difference in quality of life when you're looking at, you know, San Francisco versus Columbus and why things may be <laughs> a little course. bit more expensive. And, yeah. you know, obviously we've, we've heard some scary stories about San Francisco over the years as well, too, with some of the problems out in California. Uh, personally, yeah, I, I've been to California a couple of times in the last 12 months. And, you know, there's, there's still the beauty of California out there. But, you know, when, when you, when, on closer inspection, yeah, there was a little bit more dirt there than I remember uh, from the yeah. past as well. Well, sure. So, you know, so we did take a look at the, you know, the quality of life and broke it down by state. And I thought it was interesting. So we looked some things up and we, we first we found this article from World Population Review and they broke it down. And, you know, we we're, we we're kind of disappointed. Ohio came in number 39 in terms of quality of life. And and just so you're listening, if you're keeping score out there, Michigan came in in 33 folks. All Uh-oh. right. So one one thing we learned is that, you know, a lot of this information comes from surveys that they ask people to fill out. Right. Like I've never been asked to take one of these surveys in my life. Like, I don't know, you know, where, where, you know, where they, where they, who they're interviewing or what. Who are these people? That's right. And who's answering the question? I mean, if it was me. And it was Michigan. I'd have to commit myself because I couldn't live with myself there. Yeah. (laughs) So that quality of life would be way. But have you ever been surveyed? Mm -hmm. No. No. I'd have to answer my phone then. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. We'd have to answer our phones. Yeah. Spam, spam callers. And we'll talk about that in our bonus segment for our podcast listeners. So if you're new to the show, uh, we always do an extra segment for those who listen on the podcast, a little bonus material every single week, just to give you a little, you're our dedicated listeners. You are the people who follow us and we appreciate you. You're the people who pay attention to what's going on in the show. And so we like to give you a little bit of bonus material every week. Now, if you're listening on the radio, thank you for listening on the radio, but uh, you can always check out the full version of our show by going to our website, myprismwealth.com. There's a radio link there you can click on and check out any of our shows from the past. Uh, But, you know, at the same point in time, it's always beneficial to get on our mailing list because this way you'll actually get these articles and you can go through and look at the information and see that, you know, while Ohio was 39, we still beat out Pennsylvania, right? You know, at least we, at least we beat them out too. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, but one thing, so we, we looked at that world population review and, and so we started looking and, and they based their information information off of a uh, U.S. News and World Report. So we went and pulled that up as well, too. And they had a much deeper dive into the states. They actually looked at many more categories in there as well, too. And 
here's where it gets interesting for people. Like they, they had categories like fiscal stability, economy, infrastructure, opportunity, crime and corrections, but also natural environment. And the people of Ohio know, you know, it, it's pretty beautiful here. I mean, the, the rolling yeah. hills, you know, there's plenty of hiking paths. You got exposure to some, you know, some mountainous areas uh, and all that as well, too, where you can see some real beauty out here. So I was kind of shocked that Ohio was ranked 44th when it came to natural environments. And uh, the, I don't know, I guess the only thing I could think of is maybe Lake Erie, you know, you know, I set the Cuyahoga River on fire. Uh, yeah, I, but that was that's a long true. time ago. I mean, that's a thing. Things get better, right? I mean, there's the, over time, the, 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 the state has done better in cleaning up and, and all those things. So I just, you know, when you see these statistics, it's always good. Go to the source, look at the information and see the big picture. Don't just rely on what we say. Don't just rely on what someone else says. You got to be willing to do a little bit of digging yourself. And when it comes to your wealth, right? That's pretty important. You know, your wealth is what sustains you, whether it's your physical wealth, your mental wealth, or your financial wealth. All of these things are what keep you young, keep you active and energetic throughout your life. And so we want to help you with that. It's why we build the Clear Retirement Solution. It's also why we, uh, you know, do several classes and workshops throughout the year uh, on different topics from social security, tax strategies. Uh, We do some on income planning. All of those can be found on our website, myprismwealth.com. You can go there and check out our events page and see all the upcoming events where you can hear us speak live on various subjects that concern your wealth, concern retirement, uh, and any other thing. But also, if you know you're ready to start planning your retirement and you're serious about building a plan that helps give you more confidence that you can enjoy the early years of retirement, well, then you're looking for the clear retirement solution. And all you need to start that process Process, that complimentary process is called 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330-804-0123. If you're calling on the weekend, just leave us a message. We'll call you back on Monday and get back to you. But the process is here to help give you that confidence that you can uh, enjoy those early years. And that's really what we're looking for. But when we come back here in just a moment, we're going to talk a little bit more about wages, inflation, what's going on in there and how, you know, ultimately, where are we seeing successes, you know, in, in these areas and where are we seeing some problems in this area? But we'll be right back with more of the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast in just a moment. When you think of a puzzle, what would you say is the most important piece? Corner? A side piece? I would argue that the most important piece of a puzzle is the picture on the box. And the same can be said for your retirement. Robert Dodaro from Prison Wealth Management would love to show you your retirement picture. For more information, call 330-804-0123 or visit his website at wealthofohio.com. Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered through AEWM LLC. And welcome back to the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our host, Robert Dodaro. Robert, a great show today. Thank you. I appreciate it. We, we, we try and put some effort into this for you listeners out there, just so you know. Yeah, and Matt's here as well. So, uh, Matt, what do you think of these state ranking, rankings? My home state in the overall list is number two, Minnesota. That's because you guys got so many lakes. Mm-hmm. When we yeah. flew in there, oh my gosh, lakes everywhere. Yeah, was 10,000 10, lakes or whatever. They say land of 10,000 lakes, but there's actually more. That's what's <laughs> funny. Yeah. I mean, every so, town so has a lake. So they underestimated? Is that it? Yep. <laughs> every town has a lake. Yep. 
Oh, goodness. So, yeah, I, I, I could see that, too. And I was pretty impressed with Minnesota when I flew out there last year and visited you guys. Uh, it, it, it was uh, well, the restaurants were great. I, I remember those very well. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, with that. And then, uh, you know, just the natural beauty and the politeness of people there as well, too. So you get a lot of that in Ohio as well. That's one oh, you thing. Do. I, well, Columbus I love is a great town. I, I love uh, I love that whole area. Mm-hmm. Well, even me, I remember when I moved here from Texas 12 years ago, uh, one thing that impressed me when I was driving through neighborhoods is that, you know, people stopped and waved at you mm-hmm. as you drove by and, you know, living in a major city. Yeah. You don't really get that very often, you no. know, with it as well too. So, uh, I've definitely, definitely feel more at home and more comfortable in, in this area of Ohio, but you know, something that's been, you know, kind of getting in my craw lately and everything, you know, people always tend to use statistics to support their case, but they don't tend to look at the full picture. And this is something that, you know, whatever side of the politics you're on either side, they all do this, right? So you'll have conservative people pointing out how high inflation is. uh, And then you'll have uh, liberal people pointing out how much wages have grown and saying, well, wages are growing faster than they've ever grown. But the the point of it all is, is that wages need to be growing faster than inflation for people to actually have more money in their pocket. And we all know this, especially in retirement. You know, I think a lot of retirees, they get their their social security cost of living adjustment every single year where they get extra money on their social security checks. But then they find that most of that money gets taken away to go pay for Medicare costs as well. So even though they are getting raises, they're not actually making any more money in there. Uh, And it plays out throughout the years and throughout the generations. So we decided to do our own little independent study. Uh, We pulled several sources that are included in our show notes this week. Remember, if you want to get a copy of our show notes every week, all you got to do is subscribe to our email list. You can do that by calling 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330-804-0123. 0123. You can even text your email to that phone number and we'll receive it and add you to our email list. Now, so we looked at, you know, every year going back to 1980, the start of the Reagan administration, every year since 1980, so 40 years of history here, uh, how much on average wages out paced inflation for each administration. So we broke it down by all the different administrations as well, too. And, you know, the best administration, of course, was Bill Clinton, you know, 1.73%. So wages grew 1.73% every year higher than inflation was. So wages were growing. Now, it makes sense why during the Clinton administration, I mean, you had cell phones created, you had personal computers created, the internet exploded during that time, whole new industry industries open up. So wage growth is going to be, you know, exponential during that. I don't say exponential, but it's going to be, you know, you're going to see a lot of growth in those wages as well, too. Not to take anything away from what he did during that time period as well, but the 90s were a boom. I mean, everybody remembers the 90s and talks about it fondly until they remember the tech bubble bursting in the beginning of the 2000s and all that, which is important. You know, uh, actually the, the worst performing on the list, you know, everybody may have their own ideas as to what it was, but it was actually George Bush senior wages were, were virtually stagnant. They grew Mm. by 0.01%. So not on average per, yeah. So (laughs) I mean like, yeah, very, very, very tiny amounts of growth during that administration. Now, 
To be fair to the uh, Biden administration, he's only had one year coming out of a pandemic, everything else like that. First year for him was actually negative two, negative point two percent on there as well. But every every president had some negative years in there uh, as well. Well, I don't say every president did, but, you know, you're going to see some negative years in there, especially when you're in a a volatile environment. Uh, But. You know, it was interesting that, you know, looking at President Trump, the last administration, wages outpaced inflation by, on average, 1.37 percent. So Trump actually came in second place out of all the presidents. Uh, uh, Ronald Reagan came in third. President Obama came in fourth. George W. Bush, fifth. And then Bush Sr., sixth. So Bush's didn't do as well. Granted, you had the tech bubble and the housing bubble mm-hmm. during Bush Senior or Bush Junior. But uh, W, he did better than his dad. You know, even yeah. with those two recessions, he did better That's than his true. dad. So you, you got to give him some credit on that mm-hmm. one, at least. You know, but it is something whereby you want to pay attention to these things. You want to understand because how inflation goes, especially when you're retired, right? Like you don't get those income increases. You don't get those extra, uh, actually you're not working anymore. So it's not like you get a pay raise. And as we talked about the cost of living adjustments, social security gives you one, but then they take most of it back in Medicare payments. Most pensions out there do not give you a cost of living adjustment. And so this is one reason why people, when they talk to us and they have a pension, they're wondering if they should take the lump sum or if they should take the pension. And this all ties into your income. And, you know, realistically, if you have good pensions, you may not need as much savings. You may not need that million dollars to last you 37 years because you've got your pensions. And maybe you have a pension and Social Security if you're lucky. Most state workers don't have that. You know, they either have their their pension or their Social Security. But one of the reasons when when people look at taking the lump sum option. So, you know, Matt, do you want to explain the lump sum option a little bit for people here? So when you have a pension, you have two different options. You can take the full pension, then it breaks it down to your rights of survivor, where you're getting kind of a check each month. Or you could take the lump sum where they give you what they expect to have in there. And you're in charge of kind of creating that monthly (laughs) income. And that's where you can kind of look at your different options. I know for some of our clients that becomes, hey, I'm a single dad and I don't know if my pension's going to go on. So I want the lump sum so I can pass at least that money to kids. Yeah. And it's always interesting when you look at it as well, too, because when you take your pension, like Matt said, you can choose a single life, which single life means you will get probably the biggest check they're going to pay you. But as soon as you die, nothing pays out to the family. So most people, if they're married, they tend to avoid those options. They might choose an option whereby they'll take a little bit less each month. And when they die, their spouse will get half or 75% or a hundred percent. But companies will also offer you a lump sum option whereby you can pay, you can cash out the money that's been saved for you in there uh, with it as well. And it depends. Like if you have a state pension, it's called a plop and the plop doesn't cash out the full pension. It only cashes out the money that you contributed to the pension. But some pensions let you take all the money out and say, this is what's saved. This is the interest that's earned. We can convert it into income and we'd be able to pay you this way and this much money. But you can also look at your own independent options and say, all right, if I have that money, is there a way for me to generate income for myself? Because with a pension, we all know if you and your spouse pass away, pension's done. You know, there may not. And if you die unexpectedly early, you could be leaving a lot of money on the table. 
Also, if you don't have that cost of living and you don't have that adjustment for inflation every single year, well, then the longer you go, the less your pension becomes worse, the, the, the less it helps you over time as well, too. So if you can take the lump sum out and grow it at a reasonable rate, you may be able to keep pace with inflation better. Now, there's risks because your pension's guaranteed for the rest of your life. Well, at least through the Pension Guarantee Board, it's guaranteed up to 55, 56,000 in the state of Ohio. But, you know, in the end, uh, it is uh, some more stable income for you. So you are taking on some risk by taking that lump sum. What I like when we do the clear retirement solution for people on this and we talk about pensions is we give you a pretty good breakdown of how long you would need to live. You know, if you died by 85, you were probably better off taking the lump sum. Or if you lived in 93, it was more of a coin flip, you know, or something like that. Or here's when the pension wins, here's when the lump sum wins. So that way you can kind of have a better breakdown and make a more informed decision. So we're not here to, you know, tell people here's all the answers because your circumstances uh, and your preferences are going to dictate which choices make the most sense for you. We're really here just to give you information and show you both of the paths you can walk, tell you about the benefits and the risks, and then ultimately be there to help you make the decision when the time comes. So if you're out there and you're wondering, you know, how much income can I get in retirement? You know, what path am I on? Right now, the best thing you could do is call 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330 330- 804-0123. You can schedule a complimentary time to meet with me in either Worcester or Wadsworth in either of our offices. Or if you want to do a Zoom appointment, we're happy to do those as well too. Uh, but the clear retirement solution, our process that we walk you through is designed to give you a clear picture on where you stand right now, walking the path that you walk right now. What sort of income can you be looking at when you retire? How much income could you and your spouse be looking at if either one of you passes away? What sort of fees are you paying on your investments? Uh, is your inv- Are your investments... A- a- suiting your tolerances? Are they too aggressive, too conservative? Uh, What about taxes? Are there strategies that you're overlooking or things that you could be doing to save yourself money or at least make them more efficient throughout retirement? And that's not even considering healthcare or legacy planning. You know, when you look at all these things, you know, legacy is something people tend to overlook, Matt, but I think that we've seen over the years that you know, when people pass away, that's when the government can get a lot more money from your estate than what you realize. And if you don't have a plan in place for legacy, then a lot of times you're saving your money just to give it to the government when you die. And that's not something anybody wants, I don't think. That and how many people keep up with the law changes when it comes to legacy, oh. the Secure Act. Yeah. Yeah. Secure Act 2.0. We did a show on that recently. Remember, you can go to our website, myprismwealth.com and click on the radio link. You'll see some of the uh, previous shows that we've done uh, on these topics. But it is very, very important to remember that, you know, a plan, you know, you can't just build a plan when you're 65 and write everything down and expect that it's going to stay accurate every year. Life's going to change. The world's going to change. The markets are going to change. The economy's going to change. All these things are going to be different. And then all of a sudden the government's going to come change the rules on you. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, so you, ha- you got to have a written plan, right? Got to have a plan. Well, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? We're out of time for the regular mm-hmm. episode. It just flew by. Is there anything you wanted to add before we uh, wrap up the uh, regular radio show? 
Yeah, no, I mean, ultimately, it's about building a plan, everybody out there. Have a written plan that you can go back to and make changes to over time as life changes with there as well. But I do want to say to our podcast listeners, hold on, we'll be back in just a moment. We're going to talk about some of the more common financial scams and and doomsday scare tactics that you see out there because I constantly get calls from people about these things. So we wanted to talk a little bit about that. If you're listening to us on the radio, we appreciate your time. Thank you very much for tuning in. Remember, you can go to our website, myprismwealth.com and click on the radio link and it will take you there to where you can catch the bonus segments of our podcast. But thank you so much for tuning in, Tony, Matt. Thank you for being here for this week. And we'll be right back with a little bit more of the Wealth of Ohio podcast in just a moment. Thank you for listening to Wealth of Ohio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Robert Dodaro at Prism Wealth Management. Call 330-804-0123 or visit them online at wealthofohio.com. Prism Wealth Management LLC is an independent financial service firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services are offered through Prism Wealth Management LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary, and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation and welcome back to the wealth of ohio podcast Uh, this is the bonus segment for our podcast listeners and i'm your co-host tony shore i'm here with our host robert dodaro and matt you're here as well today our special guest correct i am here present all right all right so Talking this week, you know, we wanted to talk about how long your money lasts. Well, your your money will last a lot shorter period of time if you fall victim to scams out there. Uh, we all see these. I think everybody at one point or time got a letter from some diamond mine that says that they're, you know, the heir to a lucrative fortune or something along those lines. Uh, and the first time you ever receive it, you're like, well, this is probably a scam, but what if, right? Like, what if I had those diamond mines or something like that? So we wanted to dedicate a little bit of time to our listeners today because there are, I wouldn't even call them scams. So there's scams and then there's people that just try and scare you in order to get you to do something, right? I think we've all seen that before. Like I I get a lot of letters from people. I, I remember specifically one of my clients and he's He's someone who, you know, understands the market, does a lot of investing, tries to do his research as well, too. And, uh, you know, I was like, Robert, I know I shouldn't listen to these articles, but can you can you just check it out and let me, you know, tell me what you think? And, you know, I read the article and it was a lot of, you know, things we talk about, too, like, you know, hey, inflation's coming. Digital currencies are coming to the United States. This is going to, you know, this person started saying, like, it's going to cause the dollar to collapse and, you know, the U.S. economy is going to be destroyed and, you know, all these scare tactics that are really there driven now. Me being a, a, a professional, I know that, you know, if if someone were doing this, uh, you know, as an investment person, ultimately they would probably, you know, say, hey, 
call me. I can help you with this. This article didn't do that. This article, you know, was trying to get you to subscribe to a newsletter or something like that, which is always, which is always a little bit of a warning sign. I tell people as well too out there, if they're not willing to back it up, there's a reason why we have disclaimers on our show saying like, Hey, don't take this as specific advice. We need to know your circumstances to give you specific advice. Uh, And there as any good financial professional would tell you, but Seeing those things, you know, it instantly caused me to, you know, raise alarms. And I I did what I normally do. And I'm pretty good about researching things. So I I went through the website of where this article came from and it seemed legitimate. I was like, okay, well, these guys seem like they're economic forecasters. They, their, their, their website looks nice. I I went to their about you section, read about them and all that other stuff and, and seemed legitimate. So at first I was like, okay, well, these are guys that are just, you know, they're worried about what's going on and they're trying to drum up business. Then I did some, you know, research. I, I did a separate search on the company, just Googled the company to see what else I could find. And sure enough, I found out that the owner of the company had spent 11 years in jail for stealing $700 million from people and was a self-taught economist who, you know, also, uh, you know, hid, hid money from the government and didn't pay taxes on it as well, too. So once I read that, I was like, mm, not really sure that that's the, you know, opinion I'm going to. I'm going to go with, you know, on these subjects or anything else like that. So this is what I mean when I say this is why we provide you with the sources that we look up and why we try and go to multiple sources and try and find legitimate sources to share with you. So that way you're getting quality information. So I wouldn't have said that 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 email or that article was a scam, but it definitely was someone trying to drum up fear to get business for themselves. Uh, And they're not necessarily following the best interest standard where they have to put the best interest of people before them. This is why we have disclaimers on our show. It's why, you know, ultimately every show we do goes through a review to make sure that we're saying we're not saying anything we're not supposed to be. Uh, You know, we we, we have a lot more diligence that goes in when you're a, a professional financial advisor uh, as well, too. So I know most of us don't like to listen to that fast talk at the end of shows, but realistically, (laughs) it's always, for me, it's a good litmus test. Like realistically, knowing what we know about the financial world, if there's not a bunch of disclaimers at the end of something that a financial person is doing, chances like that, that to me is a warning sign. I would say if there isn't a disclaimer there, it means that, you know, maybe they didn't run it through the normal process or something. I don't want to make assumptions there, but usually these things go through a a review. We have to put those disclaimers on there uh, to make sure that not only are we protected, but also make sure that we're letting you know everything that you need to know about the opinions that are being stated on the shows. So, That's always a warning sign, but we did find one really good website uh, out there that we've included on our our, our show notes. Uh, It's it's from USA.gov. So this is a government official website, but they actually have a list of many of the common scams and frauds from every different type of scam and fraud you could think of. They have it on there and just resources for what do you do, who do you contact, all those things. And I was really surprised. I don't know about you, Matt, but there was just there were so many, especially like COVID scams and things like that. We've had uh, I still remember one of my clients. uh, She's one of my personal heroes here. She's in her mid to late 80s here. So, I mean, she's she's older, but she's sharp as a tack, man. You know, I hope I'm that that, uh, you know, uh, uh, awake when I'm that old, I'll just say. But 
you know, she had one of those calls where a guy called and said that uh, it was her grandson. He was in Florida and was in a car accident and he needed money quickly. And he he didn't want her to tell his parents because he didn't want to get in trouble. And, you know, something, you know, along those lines. And she handled it like a champ, man. I tell you, I was pretty impressed. You know, she first asked him, OK, well, you know, remind me again, what's your middle name? You know, the, the, the guy didn't know it, uh, you know, as well, too. And she asked some questions that only her grandson would know. Uh, and, of course, the grandson didn't have any of the answers. He's like, come on, Grandma, you know it's me. I just need the money. And she, he's like, why are you asking me all these questions? Mm. And, and, and she replied with the most brilliant response I've heard in that she said, well, you just told me you were in a car accident. I wanted to make sure that you didn't have a concussion or anything, you know, with it. <laughs> And I was like, man, you know, that's that's just amazing. You know, mm-hmm. good for her. She didn't fall victim, but we've seen people fall victim to scams over the years. It is very easy out there. Uh, I've seen people lose money and sometimes a lot of money to scammers and everything. So it's one of the reasons why we encourage our clients like, hey, if you've got something questionable, let us know. We'll, we'll at least take a look at it and see what we think on there as well, too. Uh, not to act like we're the experts on everything out there that's legitimate or not, but we've seen enough legitimate things to know when something doesn't look legitimate, basically, or at least where something deserves a deeper dive before you click on that button. Because you can get text messages now that you click on something or reply and say wrong number or something like that, and poof, now they've got your information because you replied in there as well too. So you got to be mindful of these things. In my banking days, I've seen so many of these scams. People walk in, they'd have an elaborate story Mm -hmm. when we started asking questions that wouldn't let us know that it was a scam. It's like you're hurting yourself by Mm -hmm. not being honest with your financial resource. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's it's why, you know, I, that's why I tell people, yeah, I'm here to help manage your money, but we're a financial advisor. You know, when ultimately you have these big decisions, we're here for you to consult with so we can give you advice. Advisor, that's what we do. We give advice on things. And it's not that we know everything about everything. Uh, you know, I'm not a CPA. I'm not a lawyer. Do I know things about tax law and, and, and law law that, you know, is going to impact my clients? Absolutely. Hey, by the way, this is a concern. I've heard about it. Maybe you should talk to your CPA and ask them these questions. Or better yet, why don't you let me talk to your CPA and you can listen into us talk and then, you know, we'll we'll know what the right answer is uh, as well, too. So you, you've got to start doing this. It ultimately affects your pocketbook. Uh, for instance, uh, I had a client recently. I, I've talked about him before on the air, but this wasn't a scam. This wasn't anything wrong. Uh, but, you know, he got a letter from Social Security claiming that he had made too much money a couple of years ago. And now they were going to take some of his Social Security back because of the work penalties. Well, you know, when he finally got around to telling me about this, because he, he didn't call me right away, I was a little bit little bit upset about that. But uh, when he did finally let me know about this, I was like, what are you talking about? You have not broken any rules. You don't owe Social Security anything. Uh, in fact, call Social Security and tell them these things. And sure enough, when he called them, uh, you know, and there's obviously, you know, every circumstance is different. So I don't want to act like, uh, you know, all these problems go away. But realistically, when you know the rules and you know you follow the rules and you know you've documented 
everything as well too, you have a much better case. So a lot of people don't know what the rules are, and it's really just our job to go through and explain what the rules are, how they work, and ultimately, if you know, if you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing, like hey, this is going to cost you money. You know, if you do it wrong or you do it, if you don't check the right box on that, uh, a lot of people when they're like claiming their IRA money, if uh, your parents pass away and you're claiming the IRA money, if you don't claim that money properly, you could make all the money taxable. And a lot of times there's there's nothing you can do to undo it once you've done that. So you've got to know the rules. You got to know the paperwork. And, you know, this is where the advice part comes so valuable. And it's why we do the clear retirement solution in such a comprehensive and holistic way. Ultimately, how you spend your money can make your Medicare more expensive. Not paying enough taxes right now could cause you to pay a lot more taxes later in life if you're not careful. So there's all these things that play off of each other and work with each other and work against each other. And if you don't have someone looking at that big picture, you can make a lot of costly mistakes. So the Clear Retirement Solution is there just to tell you exactly how you stack up and and how prepared you are for retirement when it comes to the five key areas of retirement planning, income, investments, tax efficiency, healthcare and legacy. Uh, You may be doing well in some, but realistically, you've got to be asking yourself how well you're doing in all of these areas, because if you're trying to keep your money, then you need to be looking at these just plain and simple. And if you're looking at retiring in the next five years, you definitely need to start building a plan now and start getting a written plan right now. And the Clear Retirement Solution is designed to do exactly just that for you. And all you need to do to start the complimentary process of getting your own Clear Retirement Solution is call 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330-804-0123. If you've actually saved a million dollars for retirement and you want it to last the 37 years like it will in Columbus, according to uh, the article we mentioned earlier, and you don't want it lasting eight years, well then, you know, a written plan can help with that. You know, being aware of scams and being aware of the options out there can definitely help in there, but also making sure to account for and things like inflation and your wages as you go along. All of these are going to be there to help you keep more of your money as you go through. But, you know, Matt, Tony, I don't know if you guys have anything to add here, but I think we're, we're almost out of time. Anything, any last thoughts? Well, and I just hate the fact that a lot of these scams take, they really target seniors and, mm-hmm. Uh, so you really have to be careful and yet another good reason to work with a financial advisor because you've heard and seen about a lot about a lot of these things so people can uh, uh, talk to you about that. So uh, I just think it was a great show and uh, good things to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in. I want to thank Matt for being here. I want to thank Tony for being here this week and we'll be back next week with more of the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast.